0: It's the Misdeeds and Intrigue podcast, featuring stories of royals, scandals, and true crime. Here are your hosts, Carrie and Larissa.
1: Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for joining us. Real quick promise. Please find us and follow us at Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We have curated content on Pinterest and Flipboard. Check out our channels on TikTok and YouTube. And if you would be so kind like that famous prince we all know, please show us some love and rate and review us. Positive vibes only, right?
2: But first...
0: Champagne
1: Hi, welcome back to Sip and Shine podcast I have one of my favorite guests Larissa My, what would I call you Like my royal correspondent
3: Yes, I love it I like that (laughs) title Your your royal um, Oh boy, your correspondent is good (laughs) We dish We dish the dirt we sip and shine
1: exactly so i'm just gonna start i'm just gonna cut to it because we have some royals even with covid and all that we have some royal stuff in the news so i figure i'll go through a couple of the articles that came out this week on uk daily bible okay i can get your opinions or what your insight is okay
3: Okay. hit me with it sister
1: okay okay So the queen apparently got a little tedious in quarantine with her husband. So Mm -hmm. I guess they're returning back for engagements. They cut their trip two weeks early. Mm -hmm. But the Balmoral estate reopened and the gift shop stopped selling Prince Andrew postcards in the wake of the scandal over the Duke's links to (laughs) Jeffrey Epstein. I did not even think that they would have sold postcards to begin with
3: girlfriend you know those were taken off the shelf just because they weren't moving period i mean who <laughs> wants the prince andrews postcard are you kidding me like they made up the excuse of like oh okay he's he's marked he's botched let's remove those no they weren't selling they pulled them because he's not a seller no one cares about him
4: no i he's he's in deep he's in deep doo-doo July of this year, Epstein was arrested on charges of sex trafficking and abusing mm-hmm. dozens of underage girls. Mm-hmm. One of Epstein's accusers, Virginia Roberts, yep. has made allegations against you. She was very specific about that night. Mm. She described dancing with you no. and you profusely sweating <laughs> and that she went on to have bath, there's a, there's possibly...
0: A, there's a slight problem with with, 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 with the sweating um, because uh, I, I have a peculiar medical condition, which is that I don't sweat, um, or I didn't sweat at the time, and that was, oh actually, yes, I didn't sweat at the time, because I um, ha, had suffered what I would describe as an overdose of adrenaline in the Falklands War when I was shot at, uh, and I simply, it, it, was, it, was, it was almost impossible for me to, to, to sweat. On that particular day that that, um, uh, uh, we now understand is the date, which is the 10th of March, uh, I was at home, uh, I was with the children, I'd taken Beatrice to uh, a Pizza Express in Woking.
4: Why would you remember that so specifically? Why would you remember a, a Pizza Express birthday and being at home? Because
0: going to Pizza Express in Woking is an unusual thing for me to do. A very unusual thing for me to do. I've never been, I've only been through Woking a couple of times. Um, and I remember it weirdly, distinctly. as soon as somebody reminded me of it, I went, oh, yes, I remember that.
1: Do you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of this whole big scandal right now. And this is not political. I don't have a political show, but it's just a comparison, mm. right? So you know how Biden was very loved, thought of, you know, highly yeah. when he was VP and all that. And then all this stuff, these emails and all this stuff is coming out about the son, which a lot of people already knew. We already Mm -hmm. knew he did crack. We already knew that he divorced his wife and started seeing his widows, Mm -hmm. the widow of his brother and all that. Mm -hmm. So we already kind of knew some of this dirt, but now we're seeing like photos. Mm -hmm. I feel like is that Biden and the queen were held in a certain amount of esteem or in these positions of the public looking to them. And then their sons both had this downfall based upon um, addiction or vulnerability. I don't really know at this point how to really classify that. There's that, there's the queen, and then she had, Prince Andrew was like her favorite son, could do no wrong, Randy Andy, you know, Air Mile Andy, you know, where he was using all these links to billionaires and all that across the globe kind of could be bought will travel you know what i mean like he just was he wanted to just travel
3: by the way totally could be bought totally could be bought.
1: yeah so i just feel like there's like this weird comparison between like this this son i don't know that is kind of maybe favored over time and then kind of got himself into some scandal
3: falls from grace. he definitely fell from grace but here's the thing It's one thing to um, be around Jeffrey Epstein at like a fundraiser and take a picture with him and not really know what he's about. It's quite another thing to ride on his private jet, go to his private island and be around the girls. There are a few people who went to these places but really didn't want to have anything to do with the women even women mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah um it just was like no, no no i don't want any part of that uh because at the time jeffrey epstein was was also fronting some charities that were legit charities so yeah. i could see if andrew just you know showed up at some fundraisers and took a picture with him but he was submersed he was in it and he was in it for the girls i believe that's my own thought and i'm not backing down from it
1: yeah i think he was he what i mean there's pictures where he's like i don't sweat and there's obviously he does sweat because you see him dancing in like a bitha. he just reminds me of like that dorky crack you know stupid jokes
3: he should be fully mature
1: like didn't yeah didn't fully mature hitting on like the girls i think he was favored by mommy and daddy and all that
3: yes i mean the queen can't do anything but step away from this they they have to do that how could you be the queen and even if it is your son how could you support that action you you can't no it's not like he had a drug problem if he had a drug problem Okay, they're going to step away for a while, but they're going to. It's it's completely different. It's an addiction, and when an addiction takes hold, it's you know you're, you're kind of powerless. But he had the free will choice of not doing one trip with Jeffrey, but several.
1: Yeah, do you do you think that they should utilize his daughters more in their slim down monarchy now that the prince harry and the duchess of sussex have decided to step aside
3: i do yes i think they should because i think the daughters have really watched their step in life Mm -hmm. and they are very aware of royal protocol and i think they followed royal protocol even better than their mom and dad have so i i think they can pave a new way i that's a weird thing they've never ever really put those girls in the spotlight and i don't know why because andy was her favorite but i think the queen's distaste for um fergie was so strong that i think mm-hmm. the, the girls got buried along with that and the fact that they're girls let's face it they're girls they're never going to get that same spotlight
1: yeah i do i do feel like prince charles was kind of was like we need to have economy and we need to have a slim down monarchy and he based all of his plans around harry and williams yes. And now Harry step aside. And I think they're a little rogue. I'm sorry. But I think they are kind of a live wire. Like, you don't know what they're going to do. And they, it's such a dichotomy because it's a quote unquote institution that Meghan Markle said she had so much respect for and she felt so honored to be a part, but she's so pro democracy Mm -hmm. that and outspokenness with certain things. And again, I believe me, I'm, a, I'm not saying that I'm not pro-democracy. I'm just saying, but those very attributes could actually take down the institution because they know yeah. that they're like, they really know that they're basically a tourist attraction. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they know they're not like really necessary. Yeah. So, but, uh, I do think that he kind of, kind of held their father against the Princesses. So he's like, Yeah, we don't need you because I think he really kind of wanted to limit Andrew in the plan. And now, it, I mean, it's a lot for William and Kate to carry when I do think that they're princesses, they're true born princesses. Why not utilize them? Yes. And I think the worst thing that ever happened was like, and it just recently came out two years later, is that Beatrice, I think it was Beatrice, she accidentally cut the face of ed sheeran at a party and his manager called her a effing idiot oh god because she, they were playing around that like she was like knighting somebody and it accidentally like cut sheeran <laughs> but, but i mean if that's the worst thing that they have in their background yeah, that's you nothing. know what i mean yeah
3: that is nothing and the other thing is is i you can't tell me that charles didn't know a little bit of what was going on with andrew Oh, you yeah. can't tell me there wasn't some knowledge that, hey, dude, you're playing pretty reckless here. I know I'm getting married to, to a divorcee that has been in my life for, you know, 40 years. But you messing around and jetting off from place to place, that's a little reckless. He had to know something was going on.
1: Yeah, I agree, too. I agree, too also okay prince harry news came out this week that palace staff are told to prepare for prince harry's return to the uk within weeks i think that's also a tax thing because he has to spend a certain amount of time i think yes and he's, he's like he's... liable to paying tax in the u.s
3: well that and you if he's he's got to be on like a he probably is not even on a spousal visa yet he couldn't get it that quick So he's probably on the six month thing where you can spend six months in the U.S. and you have to spend, what, at least a month um, or six months. I don't know how it works. If you spend six months here and then six months in your country of birth or origin where your passport's from, or if it's spend six months here and then you have to spend at least a month back. I I think it's six and six, to be honest with you. But I I don't know how it's going to work.
1: And so they said that he could face a telling off from the Queen over his public comments about U.S. politics. It is thought that staff have been told to ready Frogmore Cottage for the Duke's arrival, Queen likely to meet him at Windsor after she returned to resume engagements. And this comes as royal experts warned Harry had burnt significant bridges. So what is your thoughts? We won't go into our personal feelings about Meghan Markle because we know that's controversial. Mm -hmm. Uh, but what are your feelings on this? Do you think some of the stories that were leaked between that book finding freedom and the other, the other one that's coming out, William, William and Harry or something like the brothers thing that was kind of like their version, the palace's version of what happened. Like, what do you think about all of this?
3: (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I haven't read finding freedom yet. I'm... No, but you read
1: enough of it on
3: UK Daily Bible. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing they they didn't know this was going to happen. They didn't know that he was going to have to spend time in the UK. I mean, really, you don't think about that before you make this huge leap? I think that I think that there's going to be a lot of conversations when he goes back, and I think there's going to be a lot of conversations not only between he and his grandmother, but between he and his brother. And they're going to have to come to some sort of understanding because if it is, if it is him having to spend six months there, Megan's going to have to come back during that time. And you know, that's going to cause some sort of turmoil because once she comes back, more stories are going to leak when they're over there.
1: I know. And there can only be one crown, crown prince. Sorry. Yeah. Like there's only one line. So... I know that they felt like they weren't in the picture when she did her dress, the queen, Uh but she only had the, she, they had the picture of Charles, her, not even her husband was in it, Charles, her, Mm -hmm. and then William, and then George. So Mm -hmm. there can't be two kings on the throne. No. You know, just like Edward didn't get to be king. Mm -hmm. Princess Anne didn't get to be queen, even though she was probably, I think there's a lot of respect for Prince Anne.
3: Yeah, no, 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 definitely. But I think that by him coming back, they have to reach some sort of resolution. Because here's the deal. He's staying at Frogmore Cottage. That's essentially, I thought that went away for some reason when they decided not to live there. Obviously, it's always going to be in the family. But he's. it's not like he's staying in a hotel or staying in an Airbnb that they rented or a mansion that they rented. He's staying on the royal property. He's, mm-hmm. they must consider him still part of the royal family. I, I, just can't understand how you can. We want freedom. We want freedom. But then you come back and you're, right back in it.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be their British domicile, or how would you say that? That's gonna be their residence yeah. when they come to England. Yeah. But so I don't we... think he's. I don't think she's gonna allow Archie to come back though. I don't think she's gonna allow Archie to. come Oh, Megan or the Queen? Yeah,
3: Megan. But what would they do with Archie?
1: Well, she's going to probably stay stateside when he first goes back.
3: When he I first goes back, but
1: yeah.
3: how long? I mean, if he has to stay over there for an extended amount of time.
1: You don't think they're trying to get some sort of diplomatic visa or something? Some sort of yeah, I
3: would, visa that
1: everybody else doesn't?
3: What is this letter from the Congress of the United States House of Representatives? Did you see that? No. Uh, oh, is that
1: the one where they asked for her, their titles to be taken away?
3: See, <laughs> one of it, our Yeah. As long as they are I think so. Who's it from? Member of Congress. Oh, is she saying have their titles taken away?
1: Yeah, they want they some a member of Congress basically wrote the ambassador and said, "Can you please consider this because they're trying to meddle in our elections or whatever."
3: Ooh how are they trying to meddle in the okay okay i haven't heard anything about this she
1: had him in a video which very obviously he felt very uncomfortable because you know the royals don't get to vote Mm -hmm. they're very like non-political apolitical and she basically had him sitting there talking about
3: oh vote 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 yeah and and
1: kind of gave some veiled things on where to vote you know
3: Mm. like why are they sticking their nose into everything
1: I just don't know what makes them so qualified to do it. It's one thing to cut the ribbon on a new bridge or something because you're mm-hmm. representing the, the institution.
3: It's almost like they're trying to be royals in the United States, like, mm-hmm. like king and queen of the U.S. Like, come to us for everything. It's one-stop shopping. Need help on online bullying? Call Megan. Need help on voting? Call Harry. Even though he's never voted, it's... That's and he thought Greta
1: Thornburg, yeah. he thought that some radio hosts were, were her, and he, like, said all these really embarrassing things about politics and all that.
2: And now
0: for this week's Royals Report, Prince Harry was reportedly prank called at his home in Canada by Russian hoaxers pretending to be activist Greta Thunberg.
3: Yeah. In the phone call, the Duke of Sussex allegedly said he was completely separate from most of the royal family. So BBC Royal Correspondent Sarah Campbell joins us now with more on this. These guys have done this to, like, other famous people. But I don't know. I don't think it's very funny. I don't know. I never
0: thought I'd find these things funny.
4: No. So let's talk about this hoax call and, and what else was said on it. Yeah, well, the Queen herself was hoax- hoaxed back in 1995, so no one's immune. Um, I should say, Buckingham Palace haven't commented, so they haven't said uh, whether this is Harry or not, uh, even though the voice sounds like him. And one would assume that they would have said it wasn't him if it wasn't him. So let's assume that it is. Um, not surprisingly, because he thought he was talking to Greta Thunberg, most of the conversation is around sort of climate change and the environment. A Pew- few of the key quotes Prince Harry says that Donald Trump has blood on his hands for increasing. Increasing coal production in the U.S. He also said that 17-year-old Greta would outsmart the U.S. president if they met him. There were some other comments about other some British politicians, and he was also duped into answering questions about his family. Of course, the split, them stepping back as senior royals. He said about that: sometimes the right decision isn't always the easy one, but it was the right decision for our family and the right decision to be able to protect our son. He also said, sort of going forward, if you like, a nod to what comes next, being in a pos- different position now gives us the ability to say things and do things that we might not have been able to do so perhaps a clue there that going forward on the record prince harry and megan may tell us a little bit more about what they really think
1: mm. hmm. i think he's just re- i think this do you want me- my honest opinion psychology guys i think william is much more like his father uh with a temper though i think he's much more straight-laced, more conservative. He knew from a younger age that he had a great amount of responsibility. I think that's why he made Catherine wait so long, because he didn't want to make the mistake of his parents and Mm -hmm. rush into marriage. And I think Harry has a little bit more, I mean, he he didn't do well in school. Mm -hmm. He has a little bit more of Diana in him, Mm -hmm. Diana would immediately like Diana wasn't like the sharpest tool in the shed I don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong I have a tremendous amount of respect for her but her education wasn't exactly like pushed into education at that time yeah I don't think Diana really had an interest in school or an interest in furthering her education I think from what I remember just offhand she was not very happy when she was away at school
3: not like Kate's was Kate actually yeah exactly but they they wanted that for Charles they did not want someone too educated they wanted someone to toe that line and she was the perfect mark for that she was she, I mean
1: he dated her yeah, sister
3: yeah and you know it's like it's almost like get them young and I, I don't want to say young and dumb but yeah it's, that's exactly it's true. what they, it was like they needed someone to carry on the carry on the bloodline and not speak their mind and not speak too much. And honestly, she was a great mark because she was, she was so shy. And when she found her voice, they're like, oh, shit, here go, hell come.
1: Yeah. And I think he also. she also had some mental health issues, yes. as we do, myself included. And I think from what I've read that the boys witnessed some of the mental health issues and may not have understood fully what was going on or even... Prince Charles's response to it and or lack of or understanding. And that stiff upper lip mentality of the British royal family. Princess Diana was a little bit more impulsive, which obviously was definitely seen in Harry's teens and twenties. There was some impulsivity of behavior, but I think based upon his mother's death, there was a little bit more sensitivity there. For instance, when he went to the Halloween party dressed in a Nazi uniform, or when he was skinny dipping in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I think he's more ma- manipulated kind of thing. And I think he looks to Megan, who's older than him, as mm-hmm. kind of a mother figure or like guidance to him.
3: Mm-hmm yes
1: that's just my opinion
3: no i feel the same way i really think that he's kind of he's definitely lost in the united states without her but he's now on her path whereas she was on his path the royal path before yeah. she's like no 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 uh jesus take the wheel and that jesus would be me and i'm taking the wheel and yeah. we're going here and you're gonna sit along for the ride because it
1: didn't work yes. out the way i thought it was I thought i was gonna be like the next beloved figure like diana and that. I- I don't think she realized it took time for that to build up. Yes, Same with Kate. Yes. Kate's taken time for people to thaw towards her.
3: Years, years, by the way. Like even even when Kate's topless photos came out, they were innocuous topless photos. It's not like she was partying in Ibiza in a foam pit with her titties hanging out and men groping her. They were like these very tame topless photos in private. That put a mark on yeah. her. It took a while for her to rebound yeah. from that. So when we're talking like, oh, people didn't end up loving me the first year, it took Kate like 10 years <laughs> to get to where she is.
1: Did you hear about this blind item? So I'm going to read it. No. This is okay. okay. And then tell me what you think it came from most recently. Okay. Okay. There's a reason that most women would not even think of wearing white to a wedding in which they were not the bride. It's the bride's day, and she should be the center of attention. She should be the only one dressed in white. It would be considered extremely narcissistic and ill-mannered to steal the bride's spotlight by wearing a competing white outfit. Women also seem to know that when a friend or relative shares an accomplishment or a reason for celebration, your role is to support them, not compete with them. To make yourself the center of attention would be both selfish and incredibly bad taste. Most women understand these rules There's one TV actress, however, who does not seem to think the rule applies to her. When another celebrity recently celebrated a major life event, our actress deliberately did two things. First, she's the one who arranged for the paparazzi to be there as she was arriving. So it's more than a lucky coincidence that a photographer was lying in wait for her at a restaurant that's not even located in LA. She knew that her picture would get more coverage the next day than her friend's photo. My, how thoughtful of her. Second, she deliberately dressed in a way that would cause people to speculate a- about her own condition. You know, for someone who claims to be so private and so supportive, she certainly does have a talent for making everything about her. It's about all about her, every occasion, every time. We're starting to see that pattern emerge. In this case, it sounds like our actress played the part of a supportive background player, but her real goal was to bring attention to herself. She succeeded too. So who do you think this is?
3: Oh, God. I want to say Meghan Markle, but is it? Yes,
1: that's what they said. That's Meghan Markle, and that she had dinner with Catherine McPhee and David Foster.
3: (gasps) Was this for Catherine? Well, hasn't Catherine been married for. They just announced
1: that Catherine McPhee's pregnant, and that very day they went to that dinner, and there happened to be photographers there. Mm. So that's what they're saying in this blind item, and the fact that she announced her pregnancy at Princess what was the other one eugene not eugene no oh, beatrice, you, uh, yeah, beatrice. beatrice not, yeah 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 uh, the
3: other one yeah 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 she announced her pregnancy at beatrice's wedding yeah. no the day yeah. of right she wasn't they it, weren't there well
1: no it was the um who got married first i always get them confused the one that got married first uh, Eugenie
3: eugenie uh, eugenie yeah
1: they, that's when archie's pregnancy was
4: announced Exciting news from the UK this morning where Kensington Palace is heralding the impending arrival arrival of the newest royal family member. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex are expecting a baby this spring. CTV's Paul Workman is on the baby beat and he's got more on the announcement from London. Paul.
2: Harry and Meghan apparently broke the news on Friday to the royal family when they were at uh, Princess Eugenie's wedding. In Windsor they told the Queen and Prince Philip and other members um, his parents of course uh, uh, and then Kensington Palace made the big announcement this morning at about 8 43 and of course then uh, the newspapers were just full of headlines here about this royal baby everybody's been sort of waiting and expecting and hoping that the, that this uh, event would happen as I say now confirmed just when Harry and Meghan had arrived in Australia uh, they're on a 16-day tour quite intensive they're going to Australia Fiji Tonga and then New Zealand, Uh, Kensington Palace says that there will be no changes at all to the schedule uh, because of this pregnancy. They will just carry on and continue their tour as normal. This will be the eighth grandchild for the Queen apparently and this child, boy or girl, will be seventh in line to the throne here. Paul Workman, CTV News, London.
1: And she will make sure to wear right, like the right. really loose fitting coat and all that cause mm-hmm. speculation. Again, this is all allegedly. Mm-hmm. I'm just repeating what was out there.
3: Well, here's the other thing. Do you really think Katherine McPhee and Meghan Markle were friends? I think this is all arranged. I think they've got a publicist, by the way. David Foster is one of the thirstiest human beings on the planet. You know he was begging his publicist, let's get this royal dinner lined up. I mean, this was, this is a circle of thirst. Well, they set it
1: up for them to stay in that house in Canada with somebody that they knew.
3: So they must be friends, right?
1: Went to the same high school. But obviously, yeah, and they they lost some touch or whatever. But she helped her with that estate when they were staying in Canada, when they first went through Mexit and then, um, yeah, and then so they, I think probably reconnected, I think probably around the wedding, like got closer again. Mm -hmm. David Foster, I definitely think is very thirsty and he goes through wise. I can't, I cannot imagine like what kind of dad is he going to be at 70? Not that I'm hating, but just his kind of like cranky personality already. (laughs) He's just,
3: he's sticky. He's just, sticky you know when you touch something and you 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 touch a countertop and there's something sticky Mm -hmm. on it and you pull your hand back and you're like oh god oh that's him like you're sticky you you have way too many different wives way too many kids out there you're like he's like a crow stick something shiny in front of his face and he's on to the next thing I mean I hope this Catherine McPhee thing lasts but you know, give it, give it four or five years, see what happens.
1: So, did you remember when Yolanda was on Beverly Hills? Yes. She hero worshipped him on there. Oh, you remember I that? Oh, <sighs> she's yeah. like, oh, my little baba, my little baba. Mm-hmm. He divorced her, right? Yes. And there was all these things, like, did he divorce her because of Lyme's disease, right? And he kept yes. saying, "Well, it's not that; it's something else." Did did like, really did he? Did he? Oh, yeah.
0: It's been a stretch. I want to go back to the way it was when first got together.
3: How's that gonna You know, David has lost his wingman. He married a woman that was a social butterfly always out and doing and doing. And then all of a sudden, you know, I got sick and you know, the shell of the woman I used to be. So yes, he gets impatient. Come
1: on girls, get in the shot.
3: Ready? We've been trying to work through all the ups and downs this is my journey but unfortunately it's out of my control oh, My good. <laughs> and that
1: she said that she was blindsided which i'm going to read this from her memoir believe mm-hmm. me my battle with the invisible disability of lyme disease
3: mm-hmm.
1: so she said the couple took in a lakers game and a romantic dinner for two to celebrate foster's birthday however the following morning she reportedly found the music producer in a foul mood On the phone, he told her, We need to talk, in a tone so cold that shivers run through my body, according to Hadid. When pressed to explain what was going on, Foster allegedly admitted, I can't do this anymore, adding, but we'll discuss it tonight. He ignored her the rest of the day, and when Foster finally arrived back, the two immediately started fighting. Their anniversary was just a few weeks later, and Hadid said she tried one last time to reach out, admitting in a book that she still loved him. Unfortunately, she said Foster came back to their shared home, only to get close, they fought again and he told her it was over because her sick card is up. She left a few weeks later after reportedly receiving a letter from his lawyer about their legal separation. So it sounds like he was like he was just over it and that was just it. Like the feelings were just done.
3: Well, well, and the other thing is, is I think he needs a lot of exposure. I mean, he let's face it. He's got a lot of ex-wives to pay for, a lot of kids to pay for. He needs to be relevant. And even though he's still producing, you know, he's older. And when he was with Yolanda towards the end and she wasn't on the show as much because she was sick and they weren't traveling as much because she was sick, they weren't whining and dining as much. He wasn't getting that exposure around the circle of people who could keep him relevant. I think mean, that was it. And marrying Catherine McPhee, not only is she, you know, a celebrity, but she's super young compared to him. It keeps him relevant again. He's got to stay relevant or else he does not make money that he needs to survive.
1: Well, and they, he said that he hated being on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but...
3: He loved it.
1: Yeah, and but she was dependent on the income because he made sure they kept all their finances separate.
3: Yeah, well, the funny thing is, is like... Every time there was a dinner party, here's David whipping out the piano and let me I mean don't get me wrong, he's he's a pretty incredible music producer and he's there's some amazing songs I remember but
1: Remember that from that episode.
3: He was always at the piano singing a tune. If some guy really didn't want to be on it, you would barely see him. There are ways. it's not like Real Housewives doesn't make these women sign a contract saying your husband has to be in this x amount of hours. You know what I mean? There's kids that aren't even shown.
1: Look at Emily, whose husband does not ever even come on the show yeah. last mm-hmm. season. And he said that when news broke, I'm going to put this, make sure this is in the show's notes. But when news mm-hmm. broke of Hadid, and, of Hadid and Foster split, a source told Page Six that the music producer felt like everything revolves around her and her illness. It's become the biggest narrative of her show. David and his family think Yolanda just loves the attention of being sick. They believe she's exaggerating. Um, Yeah, (sighs) and so that's why. But then he, when he's been asked in the past, he said, no, it has nothing to do with that. We had other issues and that it just looks bad that of when I left.
3: Uh, This is incredibly muddy. I, I think she, I think she was sick or you don't really ditch Lyme disease that easily maybe it played out longer Mm -hmm. because hey let's face it any illness that's being that's being aired on television Bravo also needs ratings so they're going to make this super dramatic right and they're going to play this out of we don't really know how long she was severely sick or but I'm telling you like if he can't If he really loved her and he was right or die, you know, I'm the love of your life, he's going to stick around for anything, good or bad, you know? If he's just kind of like, oh, this doesn't suit my needs anymore, I I can't go out and do what I want because my wife is sick, and then he bails, I mean, shame on him.
1: I think, too, that, oh, there was another thing I was listening to, Heather McDonald, actually, today, Mm. that it was kind of funny that his ex-wife, who I did not even know, she... Was the girlfriend of Elvis Presley? I did not realize that was Brody's mom, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the step parent to Brody Jenner because okay. the the guy from the hills, the Spidey or whatever he is, yeah. He Spencer said Linda that when Thompson. they,
3: Linda
1: yes. So he yeah. said he recounted a story which I heard him talk about when they were doing like Princess of Malibu or whatever TV mm-hmm. show that she walked in on him having oral sex from somebody that's why they divorced and that mm. yeah but i think it's so ironic first of all it seems like malibu is a very small because they everybody like dates everybody to have this yeah, kind of it connection is very small. but i just think it's funny that i did not realize she was married to david foster because she always talks about being the girlfriend of elvis and that's yeah. what we were talking about on the show that I never make that correlation. That she was married to Bruce Jenner and David Foster.
3: Oh my god. She, she was married to everyone.
1: She must have like a solid cold.
3: She's a golden. You know what? Pussy sure. Yeah, Sorry. exactly. Was, you yeah, said it. <laughs> I mean, oh my god. What's her net worth? Let's see. Her net worth is twenty five million. Not bad for bouncing from husband to husband. And she still looks pretty good for seventy-nine. See, I mean, yeah, I oh, never mind. For
1: much, for much less.
3: <laughs> yeah, I would. But uh, oh god, she's gotten the oh. Imagine her stories up in heaven or hell, wherever she's going, being married to <laughs> Jenner Foster and Elvis's girlfriend. Oh good god.
1: I'm waiting for her memoir to come out. Oh, god, but she probably yeah. had to sign, sign an NDA with David Foster.
3: It'll still come out later for sure. He's like It'll. the
1: Elizabeth Taylor of the music world.
3: Oh, he is. He is. He is. Maybe I can do his next E True Hollywood story and get sued oh by my him, gosh, too. No.
0: <laughs> Ciao, darling.
1: It's still too early to go to Tiffany's. I guess the next best thing is a drink. <laughs>
2: never be the woman with the perfect hair
4: who can wear white and not spill on it all right mr demille i'm ready for my close-up
1: Two, three Hey, it's me again and you thought you probably had enough of my voice by now. Just a quick reminder to find us and follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Miss Intrigue Pod. Follow us on Pinterest and Flipboard where we collect featured stories from across the internet of royalty, chronicles of interesting events in history, and of course true crime. Lastly, check out our YouTube channel because everyone has one right? that features playlist of documentaries and other related segments from our podcast topics. And if you want to hit us up, check out misdeedsandintriguepodcast.com, but we don't have a complaints department, just to give you a little heads up. The podcaster or authors assumes no responsibility or liability for any errors or omissions in the content of this podcast. The information contained on this podcast is an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, or timeliness. A reasonable amount of effort was made to deliver precise data. All views expressed by the podcast hosts or guest co-hosts are their own and do not necessarily represent the opinions of any entity whatsoever with which Carrie... Misdeeds or Intrigue podcast or Larissa have been am now or will be affiliated. The content of this podcast is for personal, informational and entertainment purposes only and is not to be viewed for commercial use. Misdeeds and Intrigue podcast respects the intellectual property of others. Any audio clips that were not generated by the podcast host or producer was pulled from the public domain, free use sites and or from YouTube or other authorized sites to gather information. The utmost effort was made to credit the author and or production. If at any time you feel that copyright was infringed, please email Carrie at misdeedsandintriguepodcast.com and immediate action will be taken to remove the audio clips that were present for entertainment purposes only.